Welcome to Your Weather on the COIN Podcast Network. From getting to work and school to getting outside and away from it all, weather impacts everything we do. And a look at some stats over the summer season. From Portland's most accurate forecast team. A stretch of time where we're dry is um, kind of interesting. With meteorologist Kelly Bayard. And we're back. And Joseph Dames. I don't mind kale, it's not my favorite. This is Your Weather. So, Joseph, that was a heck of a weekend. Another day that uh, somebody like me filling in for Kelly on a weather podcast may not be the most expert advice or expert analysis out there. But let's uh, we'll talk weather and we'll talk all that just a second. Obviously, we got to talk a little bit about an icebreaker question. And obviously, what's on everybody's mind other than a bomb cyclone that we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you dressing up as for Halloween? I've never been a sh- big Halloween fan, so I always have. I always struggle with this one, Ian. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you probably you probably have something uh, good going on. You got you got the whole family aspect, so you we, could you could coordinate. You know, we got to do the. I think the first time we're gonna do the full family costume. Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be something. I think the plan is to have uh, my daughter dress up as Elvis. Nice sideburns. Yes. Oh, yeah. The whole the whole bit. Um, and then my wife and I are going to be musical notes. Perfect. Like just giant notes to yeah. walk around with her. Um, it'll be the first Halloween that she's able to trick or treat, like walk. We carried her around last year, but this year she'll be able to walk to the doors and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And it looks like, at least as of now, Halloween Sunday looks pretty good weather-wise, at least a little bit drier than it's been the last couple days. Yeah, yeah. We got to get through some crummy weather before we get there, but it does look like maybe this weekend and for Halloween, we will have some nice weather. Let's talk about that crummy weather. And for you, and I use this term in a totally loving way, for you weather nerds, this was a fun one to watch develop. I guess where my head goes is I look at these amazing satellite photos that we started to see last Wednesday and Thursday and Friday of this giant thing (laughs) in the Gulf of Alaska. It looked like a hurricane. It kind of behaved like a hurricane. What is the difference between this bomb cyclone and, say, a Gulf Coast hurricane? Well, I mean, the largest difference between the two um, outside of of just the way it forms which is you know a little different because there's warm water down there right and we have we have this cooler air here uh so that's the, that's the big difference between i guess the way that that they form um, but you know, it's so, first before we get to that, I do want to say, I love how you're like, you look at the satellite and I just see this giant thing. And it's just <laughs> like, I think most people, when they see that, and when we show these satellite image, uh, images and the imagery, they believe that that's like, oh yeah, that's just like, that's a giant thing out there, but they're mid latitude cyclones. And, and this one in particular intensified very quick. Now kind of going back to what you had asked me. Um, this is cold air, but it is kind of going over relatively warm air, uh, warm water in the Pacific, but it's just not as warm as down in the Gulf. Um, but very similar situations. They still create very strong wind. I'd say that they just do not sustain as long. Um, you know, you could see hurricanes continue 
you know, for a long period of time, the wind um, aloft is generally uh, a little bit weaker, say so move slower. So hurricanes will chug along through the Gulf and it might take them, they might sit there for a couple of days and, and pour on rain. Whereas most mid-latitude cyclones have, um, at least up in the Pacific Northwest coming through the Gulf of Alaska are generated with some strong wind aloft. So that kind of kicks that thing into gear and it moves it a little bit quicker. Um, but for if you're, you know, analyzing the two, there's not a major difference in, in how they form and, and the pressure. Um, but, the, you know, there's, it's the little things there. So you could you could take a whole class probably on the on, uh, <laughs> on that. But I, I would say, you know, as far as the way they form, the difference is because, you know, the warm waters down in the Gulf compared to what we have going on here and the wind aloft is is a big is a big difference. So we see this thing starting to develop, and I'll call it a, a big thing again, because uh, it was just massive looking at the satellite images. Giant swirl, right? Yeah, giant swirl. You, we see this thing develop, and it, it it intensifies. You said it, it intensified pretty quickly. We get a little bit of a stormy Saturday, a little bit more of uh, kind of an off and on stormy Sunday, and then we had a very rainy and drizzly Monday. Did this bomb cyclone do what we expected it to do. Yeah, I think so. Um, what was what was great was we could see it coming for some time. Um, so we had plenty of time to prepare for it, plenty of time to pay attention to it as it was tracking towards the Pacific Northwest. And I would say that weather models, and you know, these are you know things that uh, we look at every single day, multiple times a day to get updates. And I think it uh, showed. Um, what was going on with that that bomb cyclone? Um, pretty well, I think. The only thing that um, that may popped up was we had a strong line of thunderstorms that moved on through. So we knew that the wind was going to be strong. We knew that we were going to see the bands of rain. We knew that the wind would be stronger offshore. It wasn't going to be a a, a major historic wind event for us. We we knew that, but we did have a strong line of thunderstorms actually produced a severe thunderstorm warning and it knocked out some power for us. And and that, um, although the, the risk for thunderstorms were a little bit higher, um, we haven't had many severe thunderstorm warnings move through the Willamette Valley and Cowlitz Valley and, and whatnot. Um, so I think that was a little frosting on the cake for us, but for the most part, I think it's uh, it kind of unfolded the way we we expected it to. Yeah. And now that we look at the rest of the week, we know that this thing has weakened a little bit uh, as it's come on shore. The pictures of it are still impressive, but not as impressive as they were. What do we expect to see from this storm specifically in the next, you know, Tuesday afternoon? Wednesday, Thursday, and on toward the weekend. Yeah, so now we can just kind of watch it scoot out of here. <laughs> yeah, we had all, I think the most excitement was, you know, was Sunday. But as it does kind of trail off and it does kind of push up into areas of Canada, um, it will it will dissipate. So that's the next phase. It kind of starts to fall apart. But we have kind of the remnants as we go through early week. So we still have some clouds and we still have some rain, but overall the week is just going to be active because behind this, you know, bomb cyclone, which was this rapid intensifying area of low pressure, uh, we have a weaker system that's going to move on through. And we still have this general, like 
general, generally we're seeing like a northwest flow coming in for most of the week. So that's going to keep us fairly cool. And uh, we'll probably see more rain as we go through the week. So as far as the bomb cyclone goes, it's kind of lost some of its steam early in the week. And it's just going to fade away, we'll say. So a lot of rain still to deal with over the next several days. What are we thinking about snow for the mountains? You know, we're expecting more snow. We actually, we had um, a decent amount over the weekend. If you go to our website, coin.com, and you can check out the webcams, we have um, Mount Hood Meadows up there. And you can see that there's uh, plenty of snow uh, and the summit, if you get a good view of that and, and through the higher elevations. But down to the base at Mount Hood Meadows there, um, you know, over 5,000 feet, there's some snow out there. But we're going to stay cool. And what I do notice as we kind of go through the trend of, the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to have some cool overnight temperatures. And if we get any sort of rain, that's going to you know produce snow. I think it's going to be busy over the next couple of days. We still have plenty of moisture. We have um, decently strong wind. Wind is important. That kind of keeps uh, everything going. It kind of generates the snow. You're blowing this moist air towards the mountains. The mountains will help lift some of that up and help um, produce uh, rain and snow. And so we have plenty of that going on over the next couple of days. I think I think uh, up towards Timberline, I think um, the higher uh, areas of the ski lodges, uh, if you check out some of the photos uh, that you can find out there, like let's just say 7,000 feet for whatever ski lift is at that spot, you know, they're going to get, I think, over a foot of snow over the next couple of days. So it's going to be snowy up there in the mountains. Um, down to the passes to government camp, it's still going to be a little more difficult. We may have a little uh, pop of snow here or there over the next two to three days, but a lot of snow is forming up on the higher elevation, which is great because if we could keep that going well into November, I mean, they're going to be opening and they may have some preview days. We'll see what happens up at the, the ski lodge. Is this the time of year that it gets really fun to forecast weather in the Willamette Valley and in the Pacific Northwest? I think it's my favorite time. <laughs> if, that, if that makes it, you know, I, I, I would say it kind of depends on what you're into. Um, for me, this I like this kind of stormy, choppy weather. We can have breezy days, cold mornings, um, you know, exciting afternoons, storms. Uh, this is also a time where we may have water spouts along the coast. We may get, you know, some heavy rain, some pops of hail. And, and, and that. So it is. It is. It's really exciting. This is a wonderful time. Some folks like the winter because then you start incorporating and you start adding the chance for some low valley snow. To me, that becomes a little more stressful because you're just like monitoring it and snow in the valley. We know what that can do <laughs> for people and the commute. And, and it, so some folks like to, to, to forecast the snow down to the lower valleys. I would say somewhere right around now to um, March, it does become an exciting time for us. Just to be clear, because we've said the word, that four letter word that gets people really kind of freaked out. Nothing with this system would indicate that we're going to see anything threatening low valley snow. No, no, no low valley snow. Um, we have, we have some time before we get there. You know, I will say, you know, in the past, um, we've, there's, you know, we, it's potentially cold enough to get snow in November, but we do not have any in the forecast right now. So don't worry about it. If you want snow, you got to get up to the mountains and check it up out there. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday specifically, what are we talking about? Highs, lows, and how much rain do you think we're going to see? 
you know, we're going to stay cool. Uh, we, we hit fall hard here and I don't see any sort of warm, like temporary warm up or anything <laughs> along those lines. I think we're going to stay cool through the, through the week. So I would expect temperatures probably in about the upper fifties through the week for the exception of Thursday, Thursday, we have a warm front that's going to move on in and uh, that's going to warm us up to probably somewhere right around the mid sixties. So that's not bad, but it's going to be paired with some rain. <laughs> so I expect rain just about each and every day this week until we hit the weekend. And um, so that means, um, you know, a little foreshadowing that we're going to have probably some nice weather and some dry weather for the weekend. But as we go through the course of the week, I think it's possible that we could stack up anywhere from about a half an inch to an inch of rain by the time we get to Thursday. And then if we uh, see enough rain uh, heading into Friday, we may get somewhere about an inch and a half. So I think as we kind of go through the week, we're going to see uh, a round of rain here, a round of rain there. Um, eventually stacking to probably over an inch of rain for us. Fall is here. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and it's it's really hitting us hard. I mean, I want to say that that is the forecast. Those are the rain tolls I have forecast for right around Portland. But I think the Oregon coast and areas of like southwest Washington and even extending up to like Cowlitz County into the hills, a battleground, like they could potentially pick up two to three inches of rain through this week. Um, those are kind of the areas that are going to be targeted and have more consistent rain and lower lower values down south of of Salem. So probably closer to about Eugene, maybe, you know, three quarters of an inch. So less rain to the south, more rain to the north. But we'll be right there in the middle, somewhere around an inch to an inch and a half, I think, as we go through uh, the week. Temperatures in the upper 50s, with the exception Thursday, about mid 60s. Ten million dollar question. Here we are on a early Tuesday morning. Best guess on your Halloween Sunday forecast right now. You know, I think heading into the weekend, it looks like we have high pressure rolling in, which usually means it's going to be dry. So that's the trend right now. If I was to guess what we have going on for Halloween, I'm going to say it's going to be cool, but a little dry. Um, it does appear that we may see temperatures just about in the mid 50s, and I don't see us breaking that. So that means, you know, as the sun starts to set, it's going to cool down a little bit and it might be a kind of a chilly afternoon, but I am keeping us dry Right now, temperatures about the mid 50s for our Halloween and hopefully some sunshine out there. And then it's going to be November. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, then then start you know gearing up for more clouds, more rain. We'll see if we can uh, bring in one of those warm weeks in November, one of those weeks where we hit like 60, 62 and it's sunny um, for a few days and you could get some yard work done without, you know, picking up soggy leaves or anything <laughs> like that. So those are truly some of my favorite weeks in Oregon. That yeah. it's been rainy, it's been, it feels fall, you know, we got the cool mornings, the fog, and then for like four days, we get the 62 degrees and partly cloudy, just gorgeous weather. It is. It's a it's a wonderful um, period of time when we get that. It's just clearing out the clouds for a little bit, a little bit and bringing in sunshine. You just... It just does uh, the world, uh, at least for me, if it feels really nice, we get some sunshine in there. So everybody runs outside to get their last dose of vitamin D yeah, before things, right. <laughs> things really set in. Yeah. Thanks, Joseph. Hey, thanks, Ian. Yeah. I hope you guys have a wonderful uh, Halloween out there when we get I, there. I hope so. And, and you'll be back at it uh, on Friday with another look at the weekend forecast. That's right. Yep. I'll have some updates.
The Coin Podcast Network is your home for on-demand coverage of local news, sports, weather, and entertainment you won't find anywhere else. You can always find us on coin.com slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Cannabis. Cannabis. Less than 10 years ago, it was trafficked in the shadows. Today, you get a receipt with your purchase. I'm Travis Box. Each episode, I'll sit down one-on-one with the major players in the Oregon cannabis industry. The activists. The medical professionals. The legislators. The economists. The regulators. Where does this budding billion-dollar industry go from here? It's the Mainstream Weedia Podcast. Coming this November. To the COIN Podcast Network.